Hi everyone, welcome back to a fresh new episode of my podcast, The Taskeen Way. I am Taskeen, the host for this podcast and thank you for tuning in to episode 4. Uh, I realize it's been a couple of days since uh, my last episode. Um, it was nearly a month back. I planned to do this episode but I got caught up in a lot of things and then there was a fair bit of procrastination also I feel. So here I am finally back to... Uh, back with a fresh new episode i hope you all have been good you are doing safe and i do understand that the lockdown is slowly being lifted in india and several other countries around the world but we also know that we are not completely corona virus free yet there are still a lot of cases on the rise and i just urge you guys to exercise the utmost caution and still follow you know all the safety guidelines and uh, you know hygienic practices that we've been um, told to perform so i just hope you exercise caution because it's better to be safe than sorry anyhow my previous episode covered the topic of racism and colorism in desi culture So if you haven't heard it yet please go ahead and tune into that episode give it a listen a lot of people texted me on Instagram and uh, on my uh, WhatsApp when I shared it uh, saying that they related to it and it was something they have also been through about how rampant colorism is in our culture so please give it a listen and let me know how you like it if if you haven't anyways in today's episode i would like to cover mental health now mental health is a topic that i feel really passionately about which is why i have been wanting to do this episode for a couple of months now but uh, i just went on with other topics but here i am today going to talk about it because mental health is such a wide spectrum of topic and it's a very broad term used to classify several illnesses and mental health and emotional well-being issues i thought i will do this as a two part episode series and uh, that's why i'm here with the first part so the first part of the series that is today's episode will cover the importance of mental health um i wish to discuss the stigma that surrounds it and most importantly i would like to address the important uh, you know the most misunderstood um, um myths misconceptions about this issue and uh, you know just get to explain it in really simple terms because uh, when i conducted a poll on my instagram a lot of my data tells me that people still feel that there is a lot of stigma associated with it and it's taking time for people to come out and talk about it so i thought hey let's do this episode and that's why here i am but again before i dive deep into this episode i would like to put out this disclaimer that i am not a certified mental health professional neither do i have a degree in psychology or psychiatry and i am not a qualified professional however what i am going to speak today is based on my personal learning my uh, personal experience with uh, having you know a depressing phase uh, something some experiences have been drawn from uh, what my family or friends have undergone and of course a lot of research that i have put into the topic because i like to talk about it now if you're listening and thinking why do we need to reiterate all these things again and you know there's been so much discussion about mental health already so what's the point of saying the th- same things over and over again so let me tell you why although we have become more open to talking about 
you know mental health and emotional well being in the last couple of years i still feel that uh, we have to open the conversations more to include people from all walks of life and even though we are having a lot of conversations about it i feel we are not having the right kind of conversations so a lot of data still remains very ambiguous uh, very over the top uh, i mean just skimming the surface and doesn't really try to go in depth about what can be done for better mental health and what are the common issues people face so i thought let's talk about it again so i can amplify those voices and uh, educate those immediately around me about how steeped in stigma mental health is and you know how to go about it in the way that i can or perhaps it so happens that we do acknowledge mental health as a real issue we understand that sometimes we also go through um a depressing phase maybe we are not emotionally well but uh, to marry that concept into our everyday life work schedules personal relationships and you know overall holistic growth i think that still remains a mystery and it's a huge task at hand for all, for a fact we might all pretend to be extremely woke and updated with latest culture i see everyone jumping from one issue to other someone is talking about depression the moment depression is being um, spoken about in the media then they talk about racism but then are we really trying to do a bit to educate others and try to educate ourselves i think educating yourself is the first and foremost part of trying to be a woke millennial so i think i'm trying to do a bit of that i don't know if it will make a difference to the people around me immediately but if it does then i think i'll be really glad so when we try to understand why mental health is steeped in so much stigma i think a lot of it is it can be attributed to the fact that we are so quick to judge people on the basis of their behavior maybe someone didn't pick up your call maybe they did not want to attend or help you or you know try to meet you or anything any any behavior which is unexplainable and where we do not have any reason to associate with it we are extremely quick to judge them and i think that is wrong because when you don't have context about what a person is going through maybe they are going through something maybe there is some trauma in their life or they are just really busy and they didn't intend to behave that way we immediately associated with you know crazy stuff and we are quick to judge them and a lot of it is also propelled by the fact that we when we see someone behaving a certain way unexpectedly um angry unexpectedly sad or aggressive or violent we tend to label them as you know psycho bipolar nuts crazy dramatic or uh, over emotional and this has further pushed mental health into this miasma of stigma so whenever you see someone behaving a certain way i don't think we should be i think even i have done this and i'm learning i'm slowly unlearning this we do it sometimes out of uh, you know concern for the other person we sometimes do it as a means of joking around but it's wrong because the casual way in which we throw around certain words like crackpot psycho mental it just further pushes people into their shell because when someone who's going through an emotional or a mental health issue they will 
listen to these things and it just further pushes them back into their shell and make them not want to come out and share their story with us and that just makes them suffer alone because they do not think there's anybody ready to listen so i think it's just unkind for us to use such terms in a very casual way and i think we must stop that to lessen the stigma around it not to forget the outrageously misunderstood facts about mental health so today i thought i could maybe list out a couple of these uh, myths and uh, the kind of prejudices we have against it so we can learn to separate fact from fiction the first myth is mental illness means extremely crazy really depressed demented or suicidal I think this is one of the most common misunderstanding that mental health disorder means severe depression or extreme bouts of craziness. People have this idea and I think this has been internalized from centuries. We have been conditioned to believe that if someone has a mental health issue, they are either really sad with their life, they want to end it, they are they want to take their own life or maybe that they are, you know, a little crack in the head like they say. I am sorry but that is probably how we have learned to uh, casually throw around these really serious words like crackpot nuts psychopath and all these when in fact it could be that a person is suffering from a different a uh, mental illness than we usually know the truth is mental illness can take on many forms for different people in fact it can manifest itself in several ways for other people people may face clinical depression a person might uh, experience a wide range or a combination of a range of emotions which include extreme sadness maybe a little aggression or you know numbness uh, it can also be in the form of physiological symptoms such as lethargicness fatigue uh, too much sleep to less sleep erratic sleep timings uh, messed up body clock and sometimes even extreme weight loss or weight gain because too much appetite or too less appetite so in this way mental health can take on several forms for different people and uh, it's really wrong for us to assume that if someone has a mental health illness it's probably madness or maybe just suicidal tendencies myth number 2 people with mental illness are not emotionally strong they are weak and they cannot handle stress wrong i personally believe that stress impacts everyone and when i say everyone i mean everyone if someone says that they don't uh, you know stress doesn't affect them they probably lying or maybe they do not themselves understand how stress manifests itself in their body either in the way of a physical or an emotional or a psychological symptom so this whole idea that oh you are depressed you must be strong you know try to be positive make yourself strong you know i think you are too sensitive uh, which is why you are feeling this way you should work on making yourself more strong you will not feel this way this entire idea where we invalidate a person's feelings by saying ki listen mental well mental health issue aise kuch nahi hai there's nothing of that sort stop feeling like this just buck up it is absurd and it just pushes people to go back into their shell and feel invalidated ki oh shit i'm feeling horrible but i don't think it's valid for me to feel that way so 
that's something we should refrain from doing in fact people who understand and accept that they have a mental health issue um when they acknowledge that you know listen i think something's not right with my mind i'm not i'm feeling certain things which i don't want to feel then it is okay let me tell you it is okay in fact people who are dealing with a uh, mental illness or with depression or going through an emotionally low phase are far better at handling stress because to deal with such with all these emotions along with your day to day life and the grappling on of going around with your uh, daily work and personal relationships i think that involves a whole level of strength so acceptance of your own mental health is always a sign of courage and strength never weakness so please do not let anyone tell you otherwise just do not let them myth number 3 depression is a rich man's disease um i'll explain you the context in which i heard this uh, a couple of uh, months back i was attending a wedding where uh, i overheard a couple of um, aunties sitting and discussing about depression where they mentioned about this certain a list actress who came on national television and you know came forth with her story of depression and how it affected her and they were discussing this and they said something like are this depression only happens to rich people okay this is just a way of for them to seek attention and you know um it's just a first world problem and they also said something like uh, you know these people they tend to have a lot of money they are rich so it's obvious they don't have someone to love them and they are probably alone and that is why they are really depressed no it's not let me tell you it maybe it is a fact that richer and well to do people people who are well off and are you know able to uh, afford therapy maybe they are you know better off to accept that they are they are having a mental uh, disorder it is perhaps easier for them because they can afford therapy they can afford to have a moral support system that tells them listen it's okay you can seek therapy you will be all right but the fact remains that depression is certainly not a rich person's disease it can afflict anyone irrespective of class gender status religion it's it's just everywhere anyone can go through it and for a couple of for a wide range of reasons so this very fact that depression is just a rich person's disease and it's just a way to uh, you know it's just a way to invalidate other people's feelings by saying so and uh, the truth is it can happen to anyone the poor man uh, and anyone in the lower income group certainly have their fair share of depressing faces but it's sometimes a matter of privilege to accept that they are facing a mental health issue uh, their worries are probably consumed by other issues like you know financial issues uh, monetary matters daily struggles and how to get their income and all so for lower income status people um they do suffer from depression but they probably not privileged enough to accept it and own it in fact substance abuse depression suicidal tendencies may may be far more common among people of that social status so this whole idea 
that depression can happen only to a certain level uh, income group is just ridiculous myth number 4 but you look so happy you are so lucky you should be more grateful for everything that you have why would you have depression despite having everything again uh, i think i am contradicting the earlier point where i said that people tend to assume that uh, just because someone is rich uh, it's a rich person's disease mental health will happen to people only who are well off and are you know privileged enough to accept it but the fact also remains that when people um, despite having everything going great for them in their life might go through a depressing or a low phase they might be um, facing certain uh, emotional upheavals or um, maybe some sort of trauma that nobody knows about and it is wrong for us to assume that people uh, have every reason to be happy then they have no right to be depressed let's not invalidate that people i will iterate this again depression mental health uh, issues can happen to anyone irrespective of where they come from how much they have and when we attach gratitude to this as um, a sign it's wrong in so many ways loss absence of gratitude or an abundance of gratitude is certainly not a parameter for judging why someone is being negative or depressed uh, i'm sorry they are not being negative maybe they are feeling uh, negative emotions but it's not for us to validate that and like i said uh mental illness might manifest itself in different people in different forms so even if someone is having a great job a great love life they are happily married or they have everything going great for them in their life maybe they are experiencing uh, other uh, issues such as anxiety eating disorder or you know panic attack or this ability to be very nervous or uh, you know they have irrational fears they are claustrophobic or they are maybe having clinical depression it could be just about anything and it could be for no reason also sometimes so this very fact that you know you are not supposed to be depressed because you have everything going great for you i think that idea is just um meant to not allow people to feel valid about their emotions In fact I think depressed people become more skilled at hiding their fears hiding what they are going through because they fear that ridicule that might come from us they fear the judgment that might come with it when they come out in the open and say that uh, listen some I think I am depressed or maybe I need help so I think we need to rein this uh, particular misconception because it's doing more damage than good So yeah this is one of the most important myths that needed busting Myth number 5 mental health is just a call for being an attention seeker dramatic moody or overreacting no this is completely wrong i think just because we do not understand why a certain person is behaving a certain way or uh, someone is behaving or acting strangely and we do not understand the context of their story so that is why we tend to d- jump to conclusions and that is wrong and that is why this myth has become so popular when in fact the reality is 
you know if you know someone who is going through something or maybe you do not know you could probably read the signs or uh, the triggers or find patterns in someone's behavior to know if they might be going through certain things a lot of times someone going through a mental disorder or maybe a depressing phase themselves do not understand what they are going through so if you feel uh, you are able to identify certain patterns like um, the per- is the person that you know going through any trauma have they had a recent episode in their life where they have suffered a loss or a trauma been through an accident maybe lost a loved one or broken up with someone uh, try and see if uh, they have any sort of ptsd or do they exhibit signs of ocd uh, are they in shock maybe they are having a very erratic sleep time table maybe they have lost a uh, tremendous amount of weight in a short period of time or gained uh, an unhealthy amount of weight immediately uh, i mean j- just have to look out for the signs and when you see someone's behavior see what is triggering them a lot of times when you see what is actually pushing them towards being uh, you know uh, acting the way they are not uh, usually used to behaving maybe that's uh, you know pointing to an underlying cause or to a mental health issue that they themselves might not know about so before you call someone out for being uh, listen you are being moody you are being dramatic or attention seeking i think you have to take these factors into consideration and i'll also take this point to clarify the fact that someone might just be being rude or they might also be being over dramatic because certain things didn't go this way or that so if they are behaving in a way that is not acceptable and if they do it maybe once or twice or for a day or maybe a week it's 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 fine but when you see someone behave, being upset or taking something too seriously for uh, maybe a prolonged period of time than what is acceptable then i think it's time to confront them and you know politely ask them ki listen are you going through something do you want to talk about it uh, so that's probably the right way of dealing with this myth number 6 once you have a mental illness you will never recover this is wrong um it might depend on the kind of illness that you are suffering from whether you are suffering from claustrophobia or um, panic attacks um, anxiety general uh, nervousness or maybe clinical depression each illness calls for a different kind of therapy and uh, has a different recovery period time again it is not a one size fits all solution that what worked for someone in the case of clinical depression might you know work the same for you it depends from person to person and the right amount of therapy lifestyle changes and uh, you know personal growth will probably help a person recover and the time period can differ from one person to another and again i would like to iterate that um recovery from a mental illness is not a switch button that you know you started therapy or you started recovering so it's going to happen overnight it will probably take a couple of weeks because the recovery time is gradual and uh, you will slowly learn that it gets better with time with therapy and with the right amount of elements in your life 
so this fact that oh she's got a mental health issue she's never going to recover it's just plain rat shit and i don't think it's going to it it should stop you from seeking therapy because trust me you will get better maybe not now maybe not tomorrow maybe not next week but yes in a couple of weeks in a couple of months and sometimes years for some people you will get better trust me on this myth number 7 and this will be the last misconception that i am addressing today is this everyone suffering from a mental illness needs to take antidepressants to get better again this is uh, the previous myth was a prelude to this but i think this needed a separate point of its own so here i am saying about it there is a lot of debate on this but uh, no you do not always need depressants antidepressants or any other sort of men- medication to manage your symptoms again it is a personal choice also a lot of people even if they are open to taking therapy still have a lot of stigma surrounding antidepressants they think it will make you um numb and it will make you really dull to other senses and a lot of other misconceptions about antidepressants as well which you can google up if you want but there's nothing wrong with taking antidepressants if you are someone who has um uh, exhibited a history of having uh, bad panic attacks or uh, general nervousness social anxiety or general anxiety attacks in general then maybe it is fine maybe it's perfectly all right for you to take antidepressants because i know that kind of thing cannot be um you know distracted quite a lot of times with other exercises also again it can also depend on the kind of uh, therapy that you are seeking if you go to a psychiatrist they belong to a medical field uh, where it is common and it is acceptable for them to prescribe drugs for you to feel better so they will just address the chemical imbalance in your brain and prescribe you medication or maybe a hormonal medication to make you feel better but again if you perhaps go to a counselor a medical um sorry a counselor or a therapist a psychotherapist or a psychologist they will listen to your problems maybe a lot of times you do not need antidepressants you might just need someone to listen to your problems and you know give you a direction in which to channelize your thoughts so this entire idea that only antidepressants will going is going to make it better is a bit flawed it might and it might not again it is completely a personal choice so let this stigma out of your mind and be open to trying new things in order for your health to improve emotionally So I guess that's about it guys uh, I have tried and addressed the misconceptions that I feel are most common of course this list is not uh, exhaustive um there may be several more points that I could have addressed I do not know let me know I am still learning this is something that I wanted to do because I feel strongly about the issue and that is why I made this into an episode I will hopefully be back in a couple of days with uh, part 2 to this episode where I talk more in detail about um you know how you could be uh, a better um, person to deal with um 
I don't know if your friends or family or anyone close to you is suffering from a mental health issue. How do you address it? What are the things that you are supposed to do? What you shouldn't do? I I think I'll try and address that in a part two of this episode. So let me know. Uh, I think it's time for me to wrap up this episode. Uh, please do uh, DM me on Instagram. I am. I'll also uh, mention this. I am doing a series of uh, live sessions every weekend with a couple of people who are uh, opening out and coming out with their stories of you know depression and mental illness uh, so it's interesting it's fun uh, sorry it's not fun it is interesting and it is brave to watch these people uh, talk about what is uh, how their journey has been and from a first person view i think it's great if you can pick up tips and have a penny for your thoughts if you tune into those videos i have saved them as videos in my igtv on instagram so please go ahead and tune in at um, the taskinway.official i'll mention the, the spelling again t h e t a s k e e n w a y dot official um slide into my dms uh, message me tell me if you liked my episode uh, what would you like me to talk about more in the future i would love to know so now i think i'll just take my leave uh, leave you all with these thoughts in your mind goodbye stay safe and see you soon with another episode in a couple of weeks thank you thank you for tuning in goodbye